When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. up to her old shit again but we are just getting started here on post show recaps with season one episode four of pretty little liars original sin the female gaze um and of course i'm not here alone we gotta bring in uh my fellow detective to solve this mystery of who is a sarah ferguson sarah how are you Jess, I'm doing really well. You know what's funny? Today, I don't feel like being a detective. Today, I feel like being an amateur filmmaker. And I wanted to ask you <laughs> if you wanted to be in my shitty student film. Um, As long as I don't have to work with somebody who just randomly gets nude, I think I would do it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, okay, I can't promise you that, but I you can promise you. It's a safe set, Sarah. A safe it's set. Be, it's supposed to be a safe set. But I can mm-hmm. promise you that you can be the star. Oh, well, then obviously I'm in. It is Leo season after all. Yeah, yeah. I thought that you would like that. I Mm -hmm. asked all my other best friends and they all said no. So it's fine. (laughs) You're kind of my last resort. (laughs) And I love, can I just say, um, Farron is just such a legend. (laughs) She just doesn't give a single F. I love her. I love her. She's just like... She honestly just doesn't care. And my favorite bit this whole time was just like, I I love that she is us and she's trying to solve the mystery a little Mm -hmm, bit of mm -hmm. like Karen versus Kelly. But I also love how she straight up told that kid, like, please, Henry, please give Kelly a foot massage. (laughs) Like, (laughs) excuse me? (laughs) 
this is what you jump to out of all things mm-hmm. well because she he needs to assess her feet and i would assume that foot massages in ballet are pretty common because you're like standing on your tiptoes talking about what's creepy oh, going very around creepy, and ask people if you want foot massages yeah it's super creepy then um, everyone's i'm like you know when in high school you wear a shirt that says like Idios mio and then every single day people are like oh idios mio like they find something to make fun of you for now henry's gonna be the foot fetish guy forever oh, no. i, I know. know i i know but i think the thing is is henry can get away with it because he's so attractive like you know what i mean like it's that thing where and i don't know i we don't know what his relationship to the karen and kelly of it all is um we know he worked a lot with with kelly recently until farron was back in the play or excuse me the the ballet um and so we don't maybe maybe he could get away with it without it seeming too creepy but i'm with you and i i love how farron's like uh because she was like oh i have a crush on henry or she's talked about possibly dating henry and she immediately is just like "Mm, i'm gonna let you touch another girl's feet because i need to know the truth (laughs) but she doesn't want to be in the movie with him because he doesn't she doesn't want to murder the person that she has a crush on um like it's acting Farron. you'll get to spend time with your crush what are you doing i know she's so stupid because then she's like okay now i have to hang out with greg like come on yeah Yeah. um i can't wait to get into everything especially the ouija board of it all oh my gosh it's gonna be so fun to talk about um but first just some little headlines if you haven't followed and subscribed to the podcast already posterrecaps.com slash pretty little liars is where you can find the feed um of course we're also in the hbo um sector of post show recaps as well we truly appreciate anything any any listening you're doing or any subscribing you're doing um Two episodes dropped this week, like we said before. I think it's like a 3223 release. So we're going to be releasing this the day that the episode releases, and then we'll have one later in the week for you as well before next week's drop. Um, but we have to do something that we promised to do for the past like three podcasts now, <laughs> and we always forget. I'm so sorry if this is something that you're interested in. You're like, why can you not remember? We're going to rank the girls after four episodes, what we think of them, where they fall on our rankings. We got five girls to rank. Are you ready, Sarah? I'm ready. Only five? I guess I guess so. Five, oh, like the, uh, five OGs. Six. Are we not including Kelly Karen? Well, it's kind of hard because we don't know who she is right now. All right. Okay. I think it's a little tricky to do that. Okay. All right. All right, so why don't you give me your rankings first of going all of the girls? Five to one or one to five? Um, do do five to one. Do worst to worst okay. to best. I think is worst. The, the pretty little liar has to be Minnie. I hate her. I don't hate her. She's just like has she's she's just like a little dork. Like she's too nice. For the bunch and i think that she can be a little bit boring i am very interested to seeing what her big secret is and maybe that will give her the edge that i'm looking for yeah but so far i'm just like not feeling her that much next up i think i'm gonna put imogen here um imogen i like when she's a detective but otherwise i'm like she's kind i think it's because she I don't know. I think Mm -hmm. obviously she's going through a lot. So she's a little bit of a sad girl. 
Um, I think that if it wasn't for the fact that Farron has been like so much fun, then I think that she probably would have been higher in my rankings as of like last episode or episode two. Number three, I'm going to put Tabby in this spot. Uh, she was higher, but she keeps reminding me that she's like a miniature female Dawson Leary, and I'm kind of getting sick of it. Um, and then number two, I'm going to put Noah. I really like Noah a lot, and I think that mm -hmm. she could have been in my number one spot. I think that she's kind of the most down to earth. I think that she's the one that she cares most about like she'll do anything for her mom which i think is really sweet i think that she's going through it so i really like noah and um rounding out my number one liar is kind of farron if it's not farron then it's Noah. i think like those kind of switch back but nonetheless i really like farron because she's so matter of fact and she really like doesn't give a shit and i feel as though uh, i feel like she got just like pulls into this whole thing and she's like fine whatever if this is what we're gonna do we're gonna do it sure yeah um but so that was i i know that was really roundabout but um mini number five imogen number four number three is currently tabby number two is noah number one is farron okay this is the best part about us podcasting together is we have very different opinions on characters so my least favorite liar, and I will say to start off, I do enjoy most, I do enjoy like the five girls. Um, I just think some of them are better than others, obviously. So Imogen is fifth for me. I I like, I agree with you. I like Detective Imogen, but when she's not Detective Imogen, I don't really care for her and her outfits make me want to burn my eyes out. Like they're <laughs> truly, they're getting worse. Um, They're very like Little House on the Prairie um like modern little house on the prairie and it's so awful i hate it um second to last i have noah i like noah a lot something for her just i i don't know i i don't know if i want her to be like my mom you know she did do it this episode um there's just a little bit missing there or something Girl, i don't know I'm not she is sacrificing herself for her <sighs> mother but her mom sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Marjorie is the worst mom She's by far. Terrible. Uh, third, I have Mouse. I love Mouse. Mouse makes my little nerdy heart sore. Um, I think she needs more uh to do though. I, I like she could fall in my rankings if they don't give her a bigger storyline. I want to know what the tea is on her past traumas. I need to know. Um, and I, I like what's going on with her and the boy she's flirting with Ash. I think they're really cute. Um, in second place, I have Farron. I am like you. I love that. She doesn't give a single F. She will say what she's going to say. She's very blunt. She's like, listen, I'm not being nice to Kelly just because her sister died. Like she still sucks. And I love that about Farron. Um, and number one, of course, is Tabby. I love Tabby. I Even think though she has Dawson Leary upside. She does, but she's not as just so annoying as she Dawson is. is. This episode, she really is. And every single time Tabby <gasps> speaks, she brings up a movie reference. Yeah, every because single she loves time. movies. I don't know. I love Tabby. So Tabby is my current number one. Also, she loves Jurassic Park. So like, da doy. Um, Love Tabby. She's my current number one. So very good. We did it. We'll see how they change uh, for the back half of the season. 
Um, but let's start off in 1999. We got some Spice Girls going. Oh, Say you'll be there is playing. So good. That's one of the best. What's your favorite Spice Girls song? Um, I gotta say, I don't know a ton of oh. Spice Girls songs. Oh, this is awkward. I forgot that you were like legit like a Journey kid and not like a boy band kid. Well, to be fair, I did get into boy bands, but it was after the Spice Girls were already like a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just say Wannabe because that's like the one I really know, but <laughs> I don't know a ton of Spice Girls songs. I will say Viva Forever is the slappiest bop. I hate that I said that, but it is the (laughs) best song ever. It's so good. And it's like very emotional. Do you know Viva Forever? Um, I don't think so. No. It sounds familiar. The name does, but I I couldn't sing it to you now. Well, I could, but I won't. (laughs) Uh, So Angela and Marjorie are standing outside and Angela doesn't want to smoke because her mom would kill her. But Marjorie is like, here, just take one, take one. And then some guy comes out like a cop and Marjorie like hands Angela the pack and makes her take the fall. Hello, history repeating itself. Exactly. Right right away. She's like, it's not me. I didn't do it. Um, Not mine. And then, yeah, Mm. like Angela takes the fall for it. Uh, It really stinks. And it kind of just shows like what kind of person Marjorie is because she's doing the same thing for her daughter. She's not learning after all this time. And, um, yeah, but so I just thought that it was like really crappy of her to do this. Mm-hmm. It absolutely is. I mean, it's way worse to make your daughter take the fall for something, but and so she's like a teenager here, but it's just like, oh, so this is a pattern with you, Marjorie. Okay, cool. Um, and we're going to be focusing on Marjorie for a lot of this episode because a lot of it is Marjorie and Noah focused. And so in the present day, Marjorie is at work. She's like, we've talked about it before. She's a nurse and she gets a gift and it's a teddy bear and it has a mother of the year shirt on it and it's holding a pill bottle and on the pill bottle is written addict. And then we have this flashback to 1999 where she got Angela the same exact teddy bear, but it says like BFF or whatever on the shirt instead. Yeah, as an apology. I'm it's sorry. Apology teddy bear. Yeah. But if you give me a teddy bear as an apology, I will throw it in your face. I hate plushies. You hate, I mean, I think they were teenage. Did you hate them back in the day too? Only from guys I liked it, but I I don't know. Like a friend you didn't want to give you you a teddy bear? No. And then of course the A in year and the A in addict is Mm -hmm. capitalized as an A. Yeah, red A. Yep. A red A. So now we have first they were going after Davy and now they're going after Marjorie. So this is super interesting. Do you have any guesses as to what Pretty Little Liar and their mom will be targeted next? Because hmm. we've already had Imogen and Noah. So who will be who will be next? Maybe next we'll get like a Farron type of thing because she's starting to investigate. A little bit yeah that could make yeah sense. i i was thinking mouse i feel like tabby won't be till later because sydney is like the most involved of the parents and so that i feel like they'll save me. her um but then we're back in detention and imogen gets a phone call she girl she is milking this pregnancy for everything she's like oh i gotta go it's my doctor <laughs> and she's only six months pregnant and i gotta be honest with you like i 
am kind of ready for Imogen to have her baby. <laughs> I, I mean, am. Three more months. I feel bad for this actress that she had to wear like a big pregnant belly for the all whole time, the yeah. whole time. And I think the fact that she's not really talking about the pregnancy and I, we don't know anything about, we don't know who the father is, who we the don't father know is or what yeah. the situation was. I think that I'm getting like a little like fatigued about it because I don't have any interest in the baby itself. And she's not, she's pretending like she's not pregnant all the time. So I kind of, I just kind of ignore the fact that she's pregnant until I see her like pregnant belly or the fact that she milks it or uses it as an excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so she, she leaves and it is Mr. Thompson. So she's been calling in the entire graduating class for their parents because she wants to know more about what happened with Angela. And so she keeps asking about Angela and seemingly everybody is blowing her off and nearly hanging up immediately. As soon as she brings up Angela, it gets awkward and she's really frustrated um, once the, the girls are all out of detention, they had two weeks of detention for what they did to Karen. Um, and so Mouse asks, what's next? They haven't got any text messages from A in two weeks. Um, Mouse wants to tell their parents what really happened to Karen, which I think tracks with Mouse as a character that she yeah. would want to divulge Let this information. Boring. <laughs> She's a good kid. Yeah. Um, and Imogen says, uh, you know what? It's weird. No one wants to talk about Angela. I keep calling all these people and not a single person wants to talk about her. It is so strange. And that guy on the mm -hmm. phone is extremely suspicious. So absolutely. I think that the more people are really secretive about Angela, the more Imogen is going to want to investigate yeah, exactly. Um, she's she's just feeling like this is very suspicious. Like there's stuff people aren't saying. Um, and so we see Tabby go into the locker room again and like pulls out her GoPro. So then she hears people and she hides in the locker room and it's Tyler and Greg. So Greg was Karen's boyfriend at the time. And Tyler, I believe, is yes. the one that had the phone. Exactly. That, yeah. So they're talking about some girl named Trish and how like, oh, everyone's had sex with Trish and blah, blah, blah. And Tyler's like, oh, I came twice, bro. And the same time, I didn't even, I didn't even get out of her. I just came twice. And I was like, okay, this guy's gross. I Tyler's cannot. very, very gross. Who I, I, we don't know who Trish is, right? We haven't met a Trish. We, uh, not to my knowledge, if we have, I don't, she wasn't very notable because I didn't remember who Trish was. Right. And he said that he... Um, um, finished, uh, okay, gosh, he did not pull out. Is that okay to say? Yeah, no, that's fine to say. Basically what he said was like, cause he was like, oh, cause they were talking about, oh, she came twice. Oh, I came twice too. Like, yeah, this guy seems like a big fat phony to me. Oh, definitely. I'm, you know, I, I know that he doesn't have like the same issues that Greg does, but I don't think that he's that experienced either. Yeah. I mean, this is like typical. This is literally locker room locker talk. Locker room talk. Yeah. yeah. Um, which maybe that's what Tabby is capturing. Maybe that is what she's yeah. aiming to get on. I know. Film. That's what was. That was my theory. A documentary on that. Yeah. Because it's interesting because not only that, but like 
when they do Tabby and, and um, Chip's film, they're doing it also in the locker room. So it's mm. all very connected here. Um, it reminds me, I just finished um, the show uh, Sex Lives of College Girls. Oh, I loved that show. And there was also, also show, like yeah. a whole locker room situation in that show as well. Do you remember? Um, it's it's been a long time since I watched it, and I binged it in like a day, so no, I don't oh, okay. remember. <laughs> Basically, one of the girls went in and was found out that the men's locker room was um like so much nicer than the women's locker room. Oh, and she was filming in there, and uh, she like. I don't know, accidentally captured some some uh, undressed people. Ooh, yikes. I know. So we're back at Tabby's house, and Sydney tells Imogen, oh, well, there was a couple that put an offer in on your mom's house, but Imogen wants to be the one to pack everything up. And Sydney says, that's fine. We have some time. You feel free. And I'm just like, we see Imogen packing a lot in this episode, and I'm like, no one like offered to help her? That's so much. You're packing up an entire house. A six yeah, exactly. Girl, it's packing up an entire house. I know. So I think that makes sense that Imogen wants to be there to pack up the house, especially because Sydney was saying, oh, we'll just put everything in storage until you're ready for it. But yeah, I think that she definitely needs some help, some guidance. So maybe the packing company could assist uh imogen especially because she's six months pregnant she shouldn't be lifting things yeah exactly um then it's friday they're in film class and everybody has to be teamed up into partners so tabby and chip smile at each other we know they're going to be partners um in dance class kelly switches lockers to karen's locker and farron takes note of this she's like oh i just like this one better okay for a person like me that's very particular about where I sit and certain things, like maybe mm-hmm. Karen has the nicer locker, like maybe it's a better spot, but it is very suspicious that she is starting to wear Kelly's leotard. Well, is it really that weird? Or Karen's leotards? I don't know. It's hard to know. I don't have a twin. I don't have a sister. I don't, so yeah, I don't know how often people switch, like swap clothes with that. Maybe. But she's dead. Like you think that would be a little strange for her uh, to be like. I don't wearing... know. Maybe it makes her feel more connected to her sister by wearing her things. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it is, but it is weird. And Farron does take note of this. Um, and so she's dancing with Henry, but freaking Madame Giri wants her to do one-on-ones with Kelly. And I'm like, you're just torturing Farron at this point. Cause you're so, oh. cause she's so pissed. Cause she's Absolutely. like, oh, your mom threatened a lawsuit. I'm going to torture you. Absolutely. And I think that she's a beautiful dancer and I don't think that she needs tutoring, um, no. especially by Kelly, but this is what she's insisting. And essentially, Madame Giry says that it benefits Kelly as well because it keeps her mind off of everything. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's very strange. Um, Then we see Noah, who apparently ran track prior to all the shenanigans happening with her, but she's out of practice. Her boyfriend is just being supportive and he's sitting there watching. He gives her like a little thumbs up, but her coach definitely says, don't worry, we'll like get you back on on track. Ha ha. Um, Are you still suspicious of Noah's boyfriend or did you um, forget about him? 
not as suspicious, but he's still around. And so I just I keep I keep <laughs> note of him in my head. I'm like, I got my eye on you. Because he's a football Sean. player. He's practicing too. It's like, what are you gonna look at all the cheerleaders? There's 20 over there. Oh, they're suspicious too because they were around. <laughs> I don't know. Sean is suspicious to me. Um, but uh then we have Ash and Mouse hanging out, and he wants to hang out with her on Halloween. They're talking about the Spectrum Club again. Right. Um and he wants to hang out with her on Halloween. He says he wants to be Ziggy Stardust or Freddie Mercury, um, which is very fun. Uh, he wants to go crash a Halloween party. But Mouse says she's not allowed to go out on Halloween. It's too dangerous. Um, but he, then he he's so cute. Instead of being like, oh, that sucks or your moms are terrible or whatever. He's like, well, maybe I could just come over and we could hand, hand out candy with your moms. I was like, yeah. that's so sweet. Yeah. And the mouse was like, yeah, that doesn't seem like a good idea or very fun. Why did yeah, she say like, maybe I can sneak out? <laughs> <laughs> so mouse is not allowed to go out on Halloween because it's quote unquote too dangerous, right? right? Yeah. Why do you think that is? So we know she has something in her past where her, her moms are, are like over protective of her. And so something happened to her. And being that she is a bit shy and she is a bit introverted i feel like something someone did something to her if that mm-hmm. makes sense it's not as much as like she broke a leg or something like i think another person was involved in whatever happened to her i think like there's a, a situation maybe she was abused like something happened where and it, i feel like it has there is a stranger involved. It wasn't right. a family member because her her moms seem so reluctant to let her be out like alone by herself. Yeah. Do you think that maybe she almost got kidnapped or something? Could be. Um. Maybe she. Maybe she was kidnapped and then they got her back after a few days. Maybe she's. But no, I think that would have been. Whatever it is, I don't think it's widely known because I feel like she would have a reputation as like, oh, she's that girl. Oh, yeah. You know? Unless they move towns. But yeah, you never know. That's true. Well, no, her mom's. Oh, at least duh. Of course. Sorry, I forgot. No, Once you know. live in the sketchy town, you never leave the sketchy leave. town. You can't see your way out because it's so dimly lit in this town. You, like <laughs> physically cannot see. <laughs> it wasn't it um once upon a time where they literally couldn't leave town whenever they got to the yes. edge of town they got like bounced back or whatever yeah yeah because they were mind controlled yeah just like that except <laughs> that it's just like oh i can't see the exit <laughs> um so we see imogen at her old house and throughout the episode she has these different like flashes to different times in her life and we see when her and her mom first moved in she's super young and uh they're like so excited like oh you get your own room um and then imogen goes into the basement and we see a through the okay when i was a kid you know the stairs that have no backs on them i hate stairs without backs yes i when i was a kid i always thought i was gonna like slip and fall through them and this now i'm terrified someone's gonna reach their arm out and grab my legs i think that getting your arm um getting your leg snatched up with stairs without backs is extremely likely that's what i'm saying this is why when you go into the bathroom you check the shit behind the shower curtain before you like go to the bathroom oh i gotta check i don't do that you need to start i do i do yeah Yeah. 
Um, and so we see her, so she's in the basement and she's going through a bunch of stuff and then she hears voices. So she goes upstairs and we just see like a menacingly standing there. Um, and there's the couple that's purchasing the house and Imogen is very sassy with them. She freaks out on them. And I honestly thought that it was not too out of the blue or inappropriate for the couple this is probably their first home that they're purchasing together yeah they're really excited to do to go to the home and take pictures of it and to show your mom but she's like you guys are being so weird this is not your house this is my house get off my property I was yeah like, what the heck Imogen like they're so excited it's not out of turn for them to want to take pictures of their new house no I don't think it is at all I think Imogen's obviously very sensitive about the topic and then Imogen tells them exactly what happened in the house or at least what she thinks happens because I think that she kind of you know she crossed a line she knew it was going to make the sale fall through which is exactly what happened I do think that as a real estate agent you're obligated to share somebody gets murdered in the house well the thing is it was ruled a suicide right so that's the problem because Sydney says, why did you say what you said? They pulled their offer. Um, and besides that, you told them that someone was murdered and that's not what happened. And Imogen like hates the idea of strangers living there. Um, but we find out that uh, Imogen's mom was in a lot of debt which I thought was really interesting because we're just hearing about it now. And I guess I don't really know how this works. If, if, if you're the only surviving, if you're a kid and you're the only surviving member and your mom dies, does that debt just like poof? Like it can't go to you. You're a minor. Um, I honestly have heard conflicting information about, um, debt forgiveness when, a either a significant other or a family member passes away as well as i've heard people being obligated to pay from uh the person's estate so i think Mm -hmm. that depends on honestly i think it depends if you have a good lawyer to have the lawyer well hopefully Corey is representing young imogen in this because i don't even think Corey thinks about imogen (laughs) Like not. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just like I didn't really like your mm-hmm. your mom anyway. You're on your own. <laughs> so, um, not only that, but Don Thompson, who Imogen called earlier, told Sydney that Imogen has been calling and asking people about Angela. And Imogen says there's a connection between my mom and Angela, and I know it. I know you're covering up something. Um, and Sydney just completely basically disregards her and says, Sydney. pick out what you want from the house and just say goodbye to it because we have to sell it. Sydney, I think that you are doing a huge disservice to your daughter and your daughter's friends by keeping this away or like keeping this a secret. This th- it has to be shared. It has to be shared, especially because the aren't they starting to get like creepy messages in some capacities too marjorie definitely is marjorie is but we i doubt she's shared that with any of the other moms i feel like the moms are a part of like the og pll strategy of don't tell anybody right versus the new girl strategy of we tell we tell our friends like smart people yeah we include Old others school in the versus new school exactly 
Um, so we're back with Tabby and Chip who are figuring out what they want to do for their project. And so they start talking about films and, uh, they say, okay, we're going to do, we're going to do the master of the macabre. And so they, they pick psycho, but instead of, they're going to change things up instead of the victim being a young woman in the shower, it's going to be a young man in the shower and the woman is going to be the murderer. So I it's like horror this. from the point of view of the female gaze, which is where we get our, our title from. Right. I like this. I thought this was an interesting concept. I did too, especially because I love that Tabby is constantly working, going against the grain, going against the, what, like the zeitgeist, what's in the zeitgeist type of thing. Right. She wants to make something new. She wants to challenge things. She wants to make feminist content. We loved, this is why I love Tabby. She's great. Um, And so she's telling all the girls about the film and asking who wants to be in it. Uh, Everyone has excuses. Imogen's pregnant, so she can't do it. Um, Noah doesn't want to do it because they're going to have to break into the boys locker room. And she's like, Mm-mm, I'm on probation. I'm about to get my ankle monitor off. I'm not getting into trouble. Smart girl. Yeah. I I think mouse also agrees. She doesn't, isn't comfortable breaking into the boys. Locker no, room. she says that she doesn't like scary movies. Oh, right. Which also so lame. Oh my God. You know okay, what? I'll be, I'll be nice. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not everybody likes scary movies. I'm sorry. Um, so Farron is the only one left. And uh, Farron is just like, well, who's the leading man? And they said, well, you could pick Henry. And she says, oh, I don't want to stab my crush to death. <laughs> and I'm like, Farron, this is about spending time with him. I know. This was a big flop for Farron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was uh, – I feel like it was a bad option because especially when – like, Tabby's like, okay, let me see. Who can we choose? Who can we choose? We need someone who's not going to be bothered by being objectified. And then, of course, Greg walks into the cafeteria like, hey, what's up? Like, hot man on campus or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Greg is like, you know, he's like flexing his biceps Ugh. in the cafeteria. I can't with him. Yeah, and they're, um, they're saying, oh, I guess I suppose he's not mourning for so long. Yeah, because he, like, I don't know. I mean, I guess they weren't the perfect couple. Like, they had arguments. But you think he'd be a little bit upset. It's only been, like, two weeks. Yeah, it hasn't been a lot of time. I don't expect Greg to only wear black and a veil and be dramatic like he's on the Gilded (laughs) Age. But I do expect him to be a little bit of a sad boy. I just think this is a terrible idea. I mean... Even without knowing the results, the moment Tabby was approaching Greg, I'm like, this isn't a terrible, terrible idea because he's a jerk off. And how are you going to trust your project with a jerk off? You don't want to bring on a member to the group project that sucks and Greg sucks. And so she approaches him and she tells him like, she's like, oh, um, you look just like Ryan, just like Ryan Reynolds. And at first Greg he's loves like, that. he he does that turns him around because at first he says well you made the video of karen um but all he needs to hear is oh there's a shower scene with a hot girl and he's he's there exciting <laughs> exciting stuff stupid greg um so meanwhile farron and kelly are in ballet and kelly says oh i'm really sorry that we have to do this um and then we have this whole scene where Farron says well Karen said that the only reason I got the role of black swan is because I'm black and Kelly tries to counter with well she didn't actually say the word though 
Kelly, don't justify the disgusting things that you slash your sister say. I can't. I Come on. absolutely Also, cannot. I thought it was so confusing because they kept mentioning how amazing a dancer Karen is in this episode, but Karen was the one that didn't get one of the main parts. So I don't know why they were like, oh, I Kelly's improved as a dancer. I don't know either. Was she... Was Karen going to be Black Swan when they kicked mm, Farron off the role? I, I don't know if it was officially spoken about, but I assume so, yes. So, yeah, I don't... Hmm. I don't know. It's kind of tricky then, I guess. They, but, because the whole thing was Kelly got the White Swan. Karen right. got the Queen. And she hated that role because she wanted to get the Black Swan. Mm-hmm. And then that made us – and then her dad was like, you're not the best dancer. But now they're like, hey, Karen was the good dancer and Kelly has been improving. And that's why Farron's suspicious because Kelly's dancing like Karen. Right. According to Henry. That's what Henry, Henry tells her. And, yeah, I guess that's true. And – um. And so Farron like bites back with, well, Jiri only feels sorry for you because your sister died. And Kelly's like, well, we don't have to practice together, I guess. We could just do our own thing. And then she says, you just be a queen, girl. And we get the flashback to Karen saying that exact phrase to Farron. I don't know if, once again, I would be suspicious of that. Because, once again, they're twins. They're sisters. And that's kind of a common, like, be a queen girl. Like, it's not. (laughs) I don't know if, like, you be a queen girl. I've never said the words, you be a queen girl. No, me either. But but you and I started hanging out a couple years ago. And I think that our phrases started getting shared because we... yeah. You know, and we're not even together. we're not living together. We're not no, twins. Like, no, yeah. so I don't. Th- once again, I don't know if I would be suspicious yet. But I obviously was watching it in the lens of Farron, and I saw what she was seeing. Yeah, we're definitely supposed to be suspicious of this, as we are. Um, Which makes me unsuspicious of it because I feel like it's too soon to for them to actually be giving up the beans. Well, I think. Here's the thing. We're in episode four out of ten. I don't think it's impossible that this could be a thing that's true where it is Karen who's still alive. But maybe that just has nothing to do with A. Like, it has nothing to do with who A is. I still think it could be a mini mystery within the larger mystery, if that, that makes sense. That could be true. Um, so, um, Noah is in Sheriff Beasley's office. And she is, I don't know why she's here because it's not the day to get her angle monitor off yet but uh, maybe she just has to meet with him and he's just like oh i bet you're keen to get it off well i'm not done with you yet you're on probation for a year so you can't mess up um and so then we see noah talking to sean about how awful he is and sean suggests like oh maybe you should tell him the truth and it seems like he's been bringing that up a lot lately because noah's like not this again you know i'm not gonna noah do that would never she doesn't want to betray her mom Um, she doesn't want her mom to get in trouble. She's going to lose her job if she does. So Noah's holding all this like responsibility on her back. It really sucks. And it sucks that Marjorie Mm -hmm. is putting her daughter in this position. Yeah, because then Marjorie comes in and obviously Sean has to stop talking and she says, oh, well, Noah, you want to go see a movie? They invite Sean, but Sean says no. And he leaves. Um, then we have Imogen packing up the house. (laughs) She finds a Ouija board. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) 
love a Ouija board. I died when I saw the Ouija. I was like, oh, we're going here. We're going here now. Of course we are. Of course so we she- are. I Every single 90s kid had an Ouija board. Mm-hmm. Obviously, this is um, her mom's. Yeah, so that we flash back to her and her mom uh, using one when she was a teenager before she was pregnant. Uh, so then Imogen goes in and asks Tabby if, like, all the girls want to hang out tomorrow so they could use the Ouija board to contact her mom. Oh, my God. And I, I straight up died. I was like, yes, we're going to get a Ouija board scene. Um, would you, but I would think, you do it? Would you do the Ouija board now? No, I'm an adult. Like, Why? Because what is the point if someone's going to push the thing around? Like, no, it moves on its own sometimes. I just, I couldn't, I couldn't be bothered. But I do think we need to contact the Ouija board right now to see who our sponsor is going to be. So we'll be right back. We're going to go speak to the spirits just to see what's up. While you listen to this quick ad, we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus okay we are back uh the ouija board has spoken um what did we learn sarah from the uh from the dead from the ghosts that's tuesday <laughs> it's tuesday and uh, Henry heard news of what Farron had said to Kelly, and I love Farron. She's just like, I can't pretend to suddenly like Kelly. <laughs> yeah, I she can't she can't be fake. It's she is not a victim of what every person, most people do when somebody passes away tragically, pretend like they were a perfect angel the whole yep. entire time. Yeah, just like, and once again, referencing Dawson's Creek, just like Jen Lindley. 
yeah this it's yeah it's exactly like her and um but the thing is is henry says you should at least have sympathy for kelly um and then he says she's gotten so much better a lot better it's almost like i'm dancing with karen again and farron looks sucks as hell she's just like oh no no now that you said that it's like light bulbs even more going off in her head yeah she's taking this as evidence like she Mm -hmm. is fully believing this whole thing it is haunting her and i'm surprised that she doesn't tell the other liars at the point at this point no she i think well she tries to tell tabby later in the episode but i think she wants to suss it out for herself first so she goes to kelly and she apologizes for what she said the other day she's like oh you must miss karen a lot you know i read an article that said that when something bad happens to one twin the other one can feel it too um and you do anything for each other uh and karen says yes and this is when uh she knows excuse me uh kelly says yes and this is when Farron notices that she's wearing Karen's leotard. Which I, I'm once again like, okay, you know, she probably wants to wear her sister's clothes. It's not that crazy. But she is just kind of finding anything mm-hmm. to support her um, accusation and theory. I thought that Farron was being a little bit much in this scene to Kelly in terms of the questioning. Because... Once again, Kelly just lost her sister, theoretically. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's like super inappropriate for her well, to go up to her and be like, oh, like you must really miss your twin uh, connection. And, you know, she yeah. was your soulmate. It's like, I just feels like you're making her more upset by bringing all this well, stuff up. And she's just trying to mind her own business. That and no matter whether or not you're talking to Karen or Kelly, the other twin is still dead. It's not like, oh, if this one's Karen, then the other one's not dead. No, whoever the one is that died, someone still died. And that other twin is still here. And so I think, yeah, it's like totally inappropriate. It's really pushing it too far, um, in my opinion. You know, she still is grieving and going through loss. But Farron is just a bad bee who doesn't care. Um, She wants the truth. So Imogen has the Ouija board. And... (laughs) <laughs> the girls all put the hands on and they ask they talk to Imogen's mom of course and they ask is she okay or at peace and the thing moves to yes and everyone takes their hands off they're like oh, what happened who touched it who moved it I feel like it was Tabby my you eyes think it was were on Tabby, Tabby. I think Tabby was... looked sus as hell mm. I was thinking it was Farron so that she can stop this bullshit and just like, <laughs> just like I'm ready to go home let's just get this over with already maybe exactly um, I mean, like, I can definitely see it be Tabby so that she could, you know, r- control the narrative because she yeah, probably thinks exactly. she's in a movie. Yeah. And it was funny because, um, so this is when Imogen starts. Oh, it was. She did. She did this stupid grin. It was. It was definitely. That's what I'm saying. Tabby, Tabby looked the hell of a yeah, smile No, on. she did like this like little like side look and a grin. It was freaking Tabby. Tabby. But I don't think. Get out of here. <laughs> I don't think she was prepared for Imogen's reaction to all this because Imogen starts asking questions way too quickly and they didn't even have their hands on the board. I'm just saying Um, where she's just like, uh, what happened to you? Did you die alone? Did it have something to do with Angela? And I'm just like, Imogen, slow down. Like you got to slow. Well, now this is a seance. (laughs) Uh, And so Imogen starts like she's just peppering all these questions and she gets really upset and she's like, F you, I hate you. 
Uh, and she says she wants to leave and all the girls kind of like group around her and hug her. Yeah. I legitimately thought for a second we were going to get the little marker on the Ouija board moving by itself Ooh, as they all so hovered sweet. around it. Ooh, yeah. I would have loved that. I, I will say that. Um, so Tabby tries to console Imogen and is like, you know, it's okay. And I love that Farron says like, no, like let her have her moment to like work this out. And yeah. I thought that was really, really awesome in the moment to, um, because Farron's not afraid to let, to have Imogen let out all of her emotions, no matter how messy yes. or, you know, vulnerable it is. It's best to just like, Get it out. Like, you know, feel what you want to feel in this moment. I thought that was, like, kind of, like, a interesting and cool line to sneak in there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, then we have freaking Sheriff Beasley doing an unannounced drop-in on uh, Noah and her mom. And we find out that this is – because he's allowed to do this as – seemingly he is her probation officer – and he's allowed to do this, um, do unscheduled drop-ins. But this is the first time he's ever done it. And what, there's like one day left until she gets her ankle monitor off. So I noticed immediately, as soon as he walks in, Marjorie so is so obvious. She grabs her purse instantly. When, if you were Sheriff Beasley, wouldn't you take the purse right away? Right away. As soon as I saw her grab it. Yeah. Right. But I suppose he's just so focused on getting Noah in trouble that he really doesn't even pay attention to Marjorie. Yeah. It doesn't seem like he either, like you said, he doesn't notice or he's way too focused on Noah. And he starts searching the whole house. He finds like magnesium supplements or something. Um, and Noah's like, I got them from the school nurse. Like, go talk to her. So as soon as he leaves, though, no one knows immediately because Marjorie sets her purse down and she's like, what's in your bag? And Marjorie says, oh, sometimes I just take like half an oxy for back pain. And I'm like, oh, no, Marjorie, no, Marjorie, why are you doing this? Marjorie is not clean. She's not on the up and up like she promised mm-hmm. Noah. Noah took the fall for her mom, probably in hopes that if she did so, then her mom will get her act together. And I don't know if it's all the stress from like what's been going on with like since Davy or what, but she she's back to using substances again. I, if I had to guess, I would say she's probably always been using. Like it, it's, I'm very interested to know in the time that Noah was away and at juvie and all of that. If Marjorie did anything, right, if she went to N.A., if she if she went to rehab, if she got any help at all, or if she tried to sweep it under the rug by having Noah take the fall and continuing yeah. to to be an addict this whole time. But it's really sad because we're like, gosh, like Noah did so much for you and you are just like you're blowing it like you're, yeah. you're going to mess up her life. I mean, you already have messed up her life, but you're going to mess it up even further. Right. Exactly. And the fact that in the next scene, Noah goes and checks the bottle and it's not even prescribed to her. She has stolen yep. somebody else's prescription from the hospital that she works in. So not only is she abusing the substances that she has, but they're not even hers. And she is stealing from her place of work. Yep, exactly. Um, So, uh, right. So we're on Wednesday. Noah searches her mom's bag. And this is when she finds the bottle. Um, It is her last day with the ankle monitor. Luckily, she sneaks the pill bottle back in before Marjorie catches her looking. 
Um, and then we have kind of a meeting of the minds with the film group to figure out how exactly they're going to sneak into the school. I love them using Swedish fish as like to represent all of them. Like I love in these in these shows where they do like where they're doing like a heist where they have to okay here's a map of the school you're gonna come in here i'm gonna come in here where's the map from where did you get this i mean i don't maybe they drew it like they know the school although maybe they haven't seen enough of it because it's so dark in there (laughs) maybe um and so they have questions about okay what are you gonna use for blood it's corn syrup mixed with food coloring and they Greg has to wear a speedo because they're gonna shoot around it um to make it seem like he's nude, but he won't actually be. And so Greg is disgusting. We've been new, but like come on, he's talking about are you gonna provide the condoms in case it turns into a porno? I just I can't with Greg. Yeah, he's kind of a stereotypical teenage boy in these moments, and it's really obnoxious, and it reminds me why I don't want to ever hang out with teenage boys ever again. Yeah, um, and Tabby this whole time is continually talking about a safe set. So we're not going to actually have violence. We're going to simulate it. We're not going to be nude. We're going to, like, make it seem like you're nude. You have to. This is going to be a very safe set. And I'm like, Tabby, all that is great, but you picked the wrong guy if you want a safe set. Greg, Greg is not the person for the safe set. No, no. They should have recast at this point. Mm-hmm. They should have been like, you know what? This is not the type of person that we want on set. Yeah. Uh, Imogen is packing. No one's well here to help her. I know. I need to. She. Okay. She finds the diary, right? Uh, she finds her yeah. own diary. I have to. I haven't read it yet, but I love when people read their old diaries because I just think it's the funniest thing and I wanted to see if I can read the diary if you don't mind okay here we go today was crazy stressful school was way too much work why do you think it's okay to pile on so much work we can't do anything else this just isn't fair to us I have plans not everything revolves around schoolwork which can I have when I can I have a social life or relax? That's what's super important too. I better get a break soon. Just like stupid teenage stuff. What's the next one say? People can be so cruel. I saw some poor kid getting bullied today. Oh, that's actually really sad. Aww. All right, Imogen. The next art, the next one was about Kelly and Karen. Okay, I am even more frustrated today. Kelly and Cameron, no, Cameron, Kelly and Karen came into school wearing almost an identical top to the one I had on, but in pink. How is that even okay? They didn't even <laughs> apologize or oh anything. Oh, my God. Just went on their merry way. I just need to breathe and get some, How get over it. How dare but they? <laughs> but uh, they're the only friends that I had. Oh, my God. <laughs> Kelly talked to me today. To tell me that Karen has been in a weird place recently. She's under a lot of pressure with her parents with ballet. Probably because she's been a blank. So apparently Ooh. Karen's been under a lot of pressure with ballet recently. But we don't know when that's from. Uh, no, it doesn't say dates because Imogen sucks and she doesn't date her... <laughs> Her diary entries. And she's the reason a, she's last in my rankings. Her terrible does, peasant blouses and her lack of dates. Di- <laughs> she uses a different color pen every single day. Oh, well, that's And her nice. handwriting is really bad. Oh, well, there you yeah. go. 
Yeah. I just love like stupid diary entries like this because it's always like so-and-so wore the same uh, like headband as me. They suck. It's funny. So funny. Uh, so yeah. So she, we get a flashback to her mom giving her the diary, and her mom tells her that when she was Imogen's age, she wrote everything down. So of course, we know we were gonna see the mom's diaries. Um, and so Imogen starts looking, looking, looking. Finally, she finds a drawer full of diaries. Um, and then we get the moment where Farron and Tabby are waiting outside the school because it's dark. They're waiting for the boys to let them in. And Farron starts to tell Tabby about her theory about Kelly being Karen, but Greg shows up. And so, of course, Greg sucks and ruins this moment for us. Stupid Greg. Hate him. Uh, Noah orders pizza. She gets a text message from A. She never learned her lesson. Mommy was going to throw you under the bus again, just like she did to Angela Waters. Mm, That's very telling. Yeah. And I want to know, too, like, because we saw we saw that happen. We saw Marjorie throw Angela under the bus and then try to apologize with this teddy bear. But I want to know what happened after that. Like, what, did they have any relationship after that? Or was it was at the end of the, the friendship or, you know, I'm very well, curious. Yeah. How much time in between that situation happened and then the end of the year party? Exactly. That's and, what I want to know. Yeah. And you know obviously this isn't huh because angela got dragged into like a warehouse looking thing by the police officer guy so it makes me think that maybe she was being physically punished for smoking by this guy i don't know it wasn't the 90s it wasn't like the 60s like no i feel like i don't know like was it her dad i don't know but she, it looked like she got dragged into this random warehouse. Like, I wonder mm. if it was this guy that wound up. Because we don't know why Angela came into the New Year's, uh, New Year's Eve party no. crying for help. All we know is that her mom was mentally ill. Um, I can't remember what they said about her dad. Was he dead? I don't remember. Um. And yeah, and that she she asked the girls for help and they refused, especially Davy. Davy was especially harsh. Right. Um, so yeah, we don't know. But I I love the I'm really, really enjoying the fact that we have dual mysteries going on and that they're somehow connected. We have two generations with with A involved somehow and A could be Angela or whatever. I really, really think that's such a smart move on the point of the writers because we're not it brings the moms into the storyline and they're not just like these stupid parents who don't notice anything going on with their exactly. daughters. Exactly. It's just that I wish that especially Sydney would listen to Imogen's concerns. Exactly. Um, so Tabby is giving Farron stage directions and Farron's character is supposed to stab Greg's character and she says it's all in the eye acting. And um, this is so like this is so great like when when tabby is like filming this i felt like farron did such a great job she was acting with the eyes so well yeah she was smizing a la tyra banks from america's next top model and she wasn't really she had she wasn't she had anger in the eyes yeah yeah we Um, see a heel shot we see her holding this knife and angrily walking towards the shower i thought mm-hmm. that farron's a natural actress 
I think it makes sense. She's into the arts with ballet. I feel like it tracks that you she's good at acting. You have to emote. I think it yes. helps that she is not – she doesn't have lines, or at least from what I've seen so far, because right. with dancing, you use your body to tell the story, but also you have to – your face has to – Dance with your face. Abby <laughs> Lee Miller always said you have to you have to emote from the face as Dance well. Dance with your face. Dance with your face. Like you're telling somebody to just smush their face on the ground no, and swirl it. No. <laughs> no. It's like break dancing to... where they put themselves on their head. Yeah, no, they... you have to emote. Emote. Yeah. Dance with your face. Um, but I do think it's worth noting that Tabby does suggest that maybe Farron's character like drugged um greg's character's drink we she like roofied him mm -hmm. um because that's gonna come back in a little bit uh meanwhile imogen is reading through these diaries and pages have been torn out Very so we're like suspicious. what's going on meanwhile greg is totally butt ass naked this is not a safe set tabby is pissed because Greg is the worst. And I was really, really upset. I was hoping that Farron would have Tabby's back. I mean, Chip too. But I was hoping at least one of the two of them would have Tabby's back and be like, this isn't okay. You need to put the Speedo on. I don't care if it's squishing your balls. Like, put the Speedo on. It's totally inappropriate for you to be naked. But they seemingly are okay with it. And so Tabby's like, I need five minutes. And I'm like, right. I don't blame her. Yeah. I just, I kind of... I, I don't blame her at all. She definitely needed a break. I mm -hmm. she I think that the thing is that she kind of closed the discussion in a way. I'm because she was like, "You're making your co-star, uh, you know, uncomfortable." And then Farron's like, "Oh no, I'm cool." I wish that she just was able to be like, "I am uncomfortable, and that's enough." You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm with, uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah that's all it needs to be is I'm uncomfortable. You need to put on the speedo. Right, right. So she leaves. And so she's outside walking around. Um, And we see a flashback or what seems to be a flashback to what looks to be like some kind of party, like a bonfire party. And there's like a red solo cup. But the vision is very blurry. Again, very similar to when she was at Wes's apartment. It feels like I can't tell if she's having a panic attack or I, if yeah. this is a flashback to maybe she got drugged when she was drinking. Uh, yeah, I think it's like some PTSD um, mm -hmm. and it's manifesting into a panic attack. That's how I read it. Yeah. Um, and so she comes back inside. Farron and Greg have already left. Chip finished the scene by himself. He shot it alone. Um, and he said, I did follow the storyboard exactly how you wanted it. And Tabby looks upset. I don't blame her. I feel like I connect with her in a little bit because we both maybe are a little bit controlling and like want to have hands on all aspects of the project and she didn't get to see it. So it's not, she's not sure if it like meets her vision of what right. she wanted. Yeah. I don't think that Chip did it. I think that he thought that he was helping her. Oh yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can understand that like she's the director and she wants to have complete creative control and everything, even if mm -hmm. he thinks that he followed her um, storyboards to a T. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Noah's pizza guy's here. So he's and this is such a weird. This was really weird to me. She lives in an apartment building, so she's going to buzz him up. But he says, oh, my car is running. You have to come down. 
Excuse me, you are a delivery person. You are supposed to deliver. No, that happens all the time. When I worked what? in the city, nobody wanted to come up. I always had to come down. Are you kidding? That's a real yeah. thing? Mm-hmm. What, what does he mean, though, his car is running? Like, he can't park? Uh, probably. There's probably no parking. So, oh, my gosh. Um, so he probably – also, he probably just doesn't want to come up. But, yeah. I thought it was really strange, but I, I've always lived in, like, more suburban areas. So I guess I just don't – I'm not used to it. Um, but – she goes downstairs and the glass is broken on the outside of the door and there's a pizza on the ground. The smallest the pizza on the floor. Yeah. She ordered a personal pizza or like a small medium pizza. Yeah, girl, get a large and save the rest for another day. I know. This is not the way to, especially if you're doing half and half, you got to get the large. Can you imagine she waited all this time for the pizza to get delivered and it gets delivered. It's the smallest pizza ever, but it's on the floor. So upsetting. I know. Um, so, uh, so yeah, so she is like, okay, I'm out of here. So she tries to go back into her apartment and there is a trying to get in. So she runs. I love the method of like banging on all the doors, yelling, help, help. As she's going, like, don't, but stop nobody comes out. Her no, neighbors they're monsters. they're monsters. Um, she, and then she goes to like banging on the elevator button. And I'm like, girl, take the stairs, take the stairs. You know, I'm getting like very. You know, you know how it is in like scary movies. You're like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah, you have to respond. Mm-hmm. So she goes out the fire escape and A obviously follows her mm-hmm. and starts grabbing at her. And oh my she God, like so nervous. Kicks him away and tries to close the door on him, but he chases her. And he's right there. Like he really he had hands on Noah. Well, she is so I, I love that they had the whole track bit earlier because then it makes this scene more impactful when she sees the gap between the buildings on the roof and she backs runs back. He nearly grabs her, but she just is giving herself the momentum to yeah. then do a running leap. Um yeah. and I I for a second when he grabbed her by the leg and ankle earlier, I thought he was going to rip off her ankle monitor and she was going to get in trouble because like it looked like she took it maybe off. maybe that's kind of what he wanted i mean he kind of got be. what he wanted by her jumping across and it being just at the threshold of he can't move any further because it starts beeping exactly exactly mm-hmm. and they are across from each other and she screams to a tell me like what do you want from me like what do i need to do like leave me alone yeah and this is the first time we hear a speak i don't think we've heard a speak yet i've never heard a speak mm-hmm. in any sort of way like this before no we the only time we've heard it is like when it's confirmed that x person is a. revealed yeah, yeah. so, so they, they want to punish the guilty um they say that noah's mother is guilty and this i thought was so wild i thought noah was gonna call 911 i did too how did how did she know what exactly a wanted it's like she read a's mind well, I think it was a matter of like, what else could my mom be guilty of? Right. You know, um, right. but she immediately calls the hospital, asks for security and says that Marjorie has been stealing drugs from the pharmacy. So you need to go check her purse. And I was just like, why wouldn't you call 911 and be like some creepy person is trying to attack me on the uh, roof? Because of this building. A is literally trying to murder her at this point. I'm just saying. And he like, could hop over. Do you think that this was definitely a voice changer? 
I will say it definitely sounded like a masculine voice, but I don't yeah. think that really tells us anything because the mask could have a voice change or worse voice like modulator yeah. in it. You want to know who my latest suspect is? Of course. Sheriff Beasley. Mm, tall. But Sheriff, he killed his own daughter? Why? I mean, Sheriff Beasley... You didn't dance hard enough. You didn't get black spawned. Off You're the, the crappy twin. I like the other one better. Yeah. I mean, maybe once again, he knew Angela was related to Angela somehow. Yeah. Dated Angela, something like that. And he's you know ready what? to get his revenge. And he's a police officer and police officers are supposed to all be about justice. And maybe this is how Sheriff this Beasley is justice. getting justice for what has been wronged. I was also going to say maybe that would explain why he doesn't seem if the twins are swapped and he wouldn't know about it because he's a so he wouldn't be suspicious of the swap. Yeah. I mean, if it has to be a man, I think that that's or an adult. I think that that's the only adult male that makes sense. It's the only one we really know beyond Farron's father. We know him, but he's not in the show enough to be a real suspect. Right. Um, so we see Tabby editing her film when she's home. And Greg, like, obviously you're editing around this, but Greg is laughing in the scene where he's supposed to be. Or no, Murdered. I guess this is. Yeah, but I think that actually happens in the film. So I'm so sorry. I haven't seen Psycho, but I think that's actually what happens in it. But it gave me this very eerie, like icky feeling watching it. Well, she gets angry at this because she's clenching her wrist and Mm -hmm. she's looking at Greg and, you know, in despise and she starts crying. So I think that Greg might have done something to our sweet Tabby. Yeah, it's possible. Um, Farron is looking at Kelly's maybe social media looks kind of like Facebook um, and sees a photo of Karen and Kelly and she focuses in on their feet and this is get- excuse me you know you have to pay good money for the- those pictures you can't just share <laughs> them on the HBO Max <laughs> I just I also love this show is very handholdy with all their use of flashback to be super obvious to be like hey don't forget Karen caught her foot on razor blades. We're going to show. Will, I will never forget that. Because yeah. it's so ridiculous. That there were razor blades in the ballet <laughs> shoes. I promise. I am going to be 90 years old and be talking about the razor blades in the ballet shoes. Mm-hmm. You don't have to flash back to it. Um. Then we're at Thursday, October 29th. So we know Halloween is coming up. And Farron asks Henry for help. She says, what if Karen isn't really dead? What if it was Kelly? And Henry is like, this is deranged. But Farron says, you know what? If Karen, if it really is Karen who's alive, she would have a scar from the razor blade. So I need you to massage her feet. (laughs) So dumb. (laughs) And he's like, what? (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, what happens if there's no scar? And she's like, I'll let it go. This is so stupid. Um, and then we get Imogen showing the girls the torn out, uh, like that there's a torn papers from her mom's diary. Uh, Noah comes in, her ankle monitor is off, but she is an absolute mess. I'm so shocked she didn't have a video conference with the girls the night it happened. Yeah, what like what happened was zoom down, like what's going on? <laughs> and uh, also, she- Imogen is so f- weird because she's like, 
why would they why would a girl rip out pages from her own diary it's supposed to be yeah. private it's like okay number one diaries are never private they are easily found number two sometimes you write something that's so embarrassing that you want to rip it out i just don't think i the only suspicious hmm. thing is that it's ripped out pages during the time in question right like she felt guilty about something yeah but i just think that it's so funny that she's like why would a girl rip out pages from her own diary yeah and noah says a is back and imogen says i think my mom did something to angela waters i thought we were gonna get farron giving her theory right here i feel like it would have been the perfect time to lump that in you already have a is back you have diary pages torn out lump in that karen is really uh or kelly is really karen I guess so, but I guess Farron does want to be like, oh, that's a cool thing. You're sad about your mom, but actually, here's a different problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? I guess so. Um, and that's our that's our episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there it is. I'm excited. I think the next episode is probably going to be a Halloween episode, it seems. Um, I would assume so because we're on the 29th right now, so we're awfully darn close to Halloween. I think that'll be fun. Well, maybe we'll get some costumes, which will be fun. Get Mouse sneaking out, being a little bit of a rebel, possibly. Yeah, Imogen dressed up like a pumpkin <laughs> or something. <laughs> no, she would, she would definitely tame. be someone who dresses up as like um, a ragdoll. I was gonna say, what's the one? There's no place like home. The oh, Dorothy, Dorothy from, the from Wizard, Wizard of, Oz. of Oz. Yeah, yes, um, like a pregnant Dorothy, um, or something. Oh my God, no, she'd be that girl who does like she. Oh my God, I know. Okay, hmm. I know, I know. Hmm. She's the girl. There's two options. Okay, she's the girl who wears the black shirt that has like looks like a skeleton but has little baby skeleton uh, hands and feet on the tummy. Yep. Or she's the girl who puts draws a big pumpkin on her pregnant belly yeah both yeah. of those could be true either one of those could definitely be true no shade to people who do that but we just think imogen would um one little bit of news before we wrap up there has been some big time drama with hbo max recently and so i'm a little concerned if for those who aren't in the know basically um there is like a whole discovery plus integration and there's drama with hbo max in terms of it no longer producing its own scripted content of course pretty little liars falls underneath that blanket of coverage and can you explain how the two are connected because i don't understand if you integrate discovery plus then why would that affect HBO's scripted content. So it seems as though they are, because it's like Warner Brothers and Discovery merged. And then they are, those two now with Discovery Plus is merging with HBO Max. And it looks like there is new leadership and they're going to be laying off like 70% of mm. HBO Max's development team, which of course is going to lead to fewer scripted television shows. So like, Things that are on HBO, uh, as an example, like your Westworlds, your Game of Thrones, those type of shows, those are HBO versus shows like stuff we cover, like Pretty Little Liars, like Time Traveler's Wife. The Max originals are possibly not going to be happening. And so I feel like that puts a big question mark. 
two of Pretty Little Liars Original Sin, um, which would really stink. I I think we're really enjoying the show. I think it's a fun teen drama. Um, obviously, we haven't gotten to the end of the season, so we don't really know. Are they going to leave it on a cliffhanger? Are they not? But just something to bring up as like an FYI to those who aren't like aware that all of this is going down. Potentially some of your favorites are in jeopardy, which really stinks. Is there a hotline that we need to contact? <laughs> Probably Twitter, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I would say fight for your favorites. If if you have a, a favorite HBO Max original, fight for your favorites because we may be losing some really, really good shows, um, which it's really sucks. We've already lost some good shows this year. I don't want to lose any more. Me either. Um, but uh, but yeah, we still have another episode to cover this week. Episode five. We'll be back in just a couple of days with that. Subscribe postshowrecaps.com slash pretty little liars. You could send in feedback just at postshowrecaps.com. Um, of course, you can also hit us up on Twitter. Sarah, where can the people find you? What do you have going on? Uh, yeah, you can find me at uh, Sarah Ferguson on Twitter and Instagram. Of course, you can find Jess and I at Pod on Twitter and Instagram as well to see what we're up to over there. Perfect. Um, you could find me at the Jess Sterling, of course, also covering Paper Girls and Community here on Post Show Recaps. Um, and, oh, and of uh, course, uh, League of Their Own. I'm yes, sure League caps. of Their Own is also yeah. another Amazon um, Prime Video new show coming out, just like Paper Girls. So go check out all that amazing content. We'll be back in just a few days with more coverage for you of Pretty Little Liars. Until then, we'll keep trying to find out if you can keep a secret what's going to happen. See you next time. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.